Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Didn't think we would get here, but we got here without Fritzy. He's not here today. Final hour on this Friday. It's a meat Friday at that. I just went out with the big German. We checked. Uh, we checked on the uh, Traeger grills. We inspected them because that's what I do. Philly cheese steaks. Who has it better than we do today? Nobody. Nobody. Also, we have some donuts here today. We got it all, and we have some fun. We spread the fun around for three hours the best that we can. Marvin is here, fresh off his anniversary night, where he got to play Trivial Pursuit with a bunch of strangers, and he and his lovely wife ended up winning. Congratulations, Marvin. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. Nobody else in the room is, but I am. Oh, you don't have to be. That's Se- all right. Seton is here, and uh, Paulie's here as well. Fritzy is not with us, and uh, hopefully he's feeling a little bit better. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question for the final hour is going to be what? We will hear from Seth Greenberg, ESPN College Basketball Analyst. He will join us coming up. And we put up there five years from now, last night drafts will be seen as stacked or weak. Mm. Right now, 73% of the audience say weak. Okay. Well, it feels like our expectation level with the draft is greatly reduced. Somebody could average 11 points, and we're going, he's a lottery pick. And then you'll go, okay, well, he's young, and then we'll see what he develops into. There's no you know, numbers, gaudy numbers, like there used to be in college basketball. It's basically get in and get out. Play one year, and then you're done. Uh, but for the most part, we're, we're introduced. It used to be March Madness you got introduced to college basketball players, at least on a national level. Now it's the draft where you go, oh, these guys have been playing in the G League. Now, I would have thought if you get drafted, then you go to the G League if you don't make the, you know, the, the NBA team. Now you can graduate, go to the G League, and then get drafted. So, it feels like there's a step out of order there or something. Yeah, like your gap year, 
you're going to get drafted, and then you'll go to the NBA. Who pays for Ignite? Like, where's their money come from? How much do those players make who play in the G League, who come out of high school? Because other players are in the G League that they tried to make it in the NBA, they didn't, and then they get sent down. Yes, Paul. There are 30 teams in the NBA's G League, 28 of which are affiliated with NBA teams. Two are not, and that's one of those that is kind of unaffiliated. I don't know who owns it or pays for it. But do they pay better with Ignite than they do some of these other teams? The NBA G League Ignite is a team of NBA draft prospects. um, Let me see this. In conjunction with the G League, coached by Jason Hart, the team is dedicated to developing young players. It's a purely developmental team, less about competition. Hmm. Okay. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Get to more phone calls coming up. Uh, I think people have the expectation that Victor Wambayama is going to be a 2010 guy, which, okay. I'm curious what the team expectations are going to be. Like, what is Popovich's expectations going to be? We can have ours, but does he look at this and say he's going to bring about 10 more wins this year, which would put us up to 32? They're not a playoff team. It certainly doesn't feel like that right now. I think Scoot Henderson going to Portland makes me think even more so that Dame will play someplace else. I don't know how Scoot Henderson helps Dame Lillard. If the goal was to make the playoffs, Scoot Henderson's a nice player. He's not a good shooter right now. But, you know, Dame's got it. Dame has to look at I'm on the clock here, man. Like, how many more years do I have? Three years at a really high level? I'm not going to win anything or play in, you know, big games. At least it doesn't feel, you know, appear that way. And then Golden State, they got Chris Paul. I think if they're going to have him come off the bench, I think it's great. You, know? you don't have to have everybody play the same way on the same team. There's nothing wrong. Like Sean Livingston. When he played at Golden State, he didn't shoot threes, but he did other things for you. And I think having Chris Paul there to help that second unit, you know, it's either going to work great or it's going to be a disaster, it feels like. But they wanted him. They got rid of Jordan Poole. I think they'll bring Draymond Green back. You get everybody together one more time, and maybe Chris Paul gets a championship. All right, so we have poll question for the final hour. We'll talk to Seth Greenberg from the Mothership. He'll join us coming up as well. I don't think there are other surprises there other than you're probably watching going, who is that? Oh, he played there? I don't remember that. Yes, Eden? Um, One of the things that got some attention, too, is that I don't remember, you know, I should have looked before I said it, but how many college players went in the top ten as opposed to either foreign players or G League players? Let's see. There was only a couple that actually went to college. I'm going to guess... Three. That, fe- that feels like a big swing. Yeah, that's about right. You got Brandon Miller from Alabama went two. Anthony Black from Arkansas, six. Dress Walker from uh, Houston, eight. Taylor Hendricks from University of Central Florida, nine. And ten, Cason Wallace, Kentucky. Oh, okay. So it's like... Oh, 50-50. Yeah, it's 50-50. But certainly the top five picks, you know, that, that feels like an, a changing trend. I think it's already changed. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I think that's the trend. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be maybe 50-50. Plus, the decorated player in college basketball is not the guy who's going to get drafted because you have some guys who are really good college basketball players, but their game doesn't, you know, like Drew Timmy. He's, he's playing against good players in college, 
but his game doesn't translate. You know, like Frank Kaminsky. I would have thought he would have been a little bit better because he could shoot, but it didn't take long for you to realize either that guy can play or that guy can't play. Yeah, Paul. And a lot of the guys, the college guys that were drafted, weren't necessarily the, the highest scoring or best player on their team. Yeah. It was the 18 or 19-year-old who had upside. It's like Derek Lively, the player for Duke. He was injured the whole season, but yeah. people remember of him in high school. He was a superstar, seven foot, could play outside. And he'll be a great defender for Dallas. He can fit in with the Dallas Mavericks. Also, when you think of Kentucky, normally their guards are the ones who star in the NBA. They've had a lot of success, you know, except for the Harrison twins. For the most part, when you think of Kentucky basketball players who are really successful, it's the backcourt. Uh, let's see. Brian in Arizona as we wait for Seth Greenberg. Hey, Brian. Hey, Dan. Happy Meet Friday. Thank you. Hey, um, just you guys have been on nicknames for the last few days. Um, just wanted to let you know my dad had a classmate in 1961, Harry L. High School, Richmond, California. His name was Richard Balzich. I kid you not. All right. Well, thank you, Brian. Not sure. Uh, oh, did we get this from uh, Grady Dick that all of a sudden we morphed into names that we grew up with? Uh, Nate in Richmond. Hi, Nate. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and the Danettes. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. First time, long time, 6'2", 220, athletic. Um, a couple days ago, you guys mentioned John Wick, and I wish I would have thought about this then, but the Russian from the first movie calls John Wick the Baba Yaga. So how about <laughs> we call Victor the Wombin Yaga? All right. Did anybody go out and see John Wick after I said, uh, you know, Chapter 4, John Wick, Seton? Not yet, but I t- I'm saving it for uh, – I got a flight coming up. Oh, okay. So I'm going to save it for that. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I got it queued up too. Looks good. Yeah. Great reviews. Did it? Great reviews. Apparently, he only says something like 283 words in the entire movie. I think he kills more people than words he uh, uses. It's possible. It's possible. Because I'm, I'm, I'm watching, and it seems like he struggles with every word that he utters in John Wick. John Wick 4. Maybe the toll of the previous three, you know, you know, they've caught up with him in his body. Yes, Paul. In the final Jason Bourne movie that Matt Damon was in, he had 45 lines in the entire... Hun- 45 oh, great lines. Oh, yeah, great, yeah. Yeah. We got to get out of here. That's a line. He definitely said that. Matt Damon was great in The Bourne Identity. I looked up a review. It was the anniversary of the first Bourne Identity, and when it was announced that he was going to be in it, it has. it's almost like cold takes. Like, oh, why yeah. would Matt Damon be yeah. in a spy movie doing physical stuff? It's, I saw a, a review of um, a preview of Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, disaster. This will yeah. be, what are you doing? No one thought Jason Bourne was going to be great because of Matt Damon. Well, when it, he was going to be an action hero, and I thought, gosh, I don't see Matt Damon as you know, kind of doughy. But then you see him as Jason Bourne, and you're like, he, he was meant to play that. Robert Downey Jr., the third. He was meant to play that. But even, you know, John Wick with uh, Keanu Reeves, he, he, he plays the role well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like exactly who he's supposed to be. Yeah. 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 But there, he, there, there's a mystery about him with his regular life, and then you sort of have that with John Wick. But uh, I, I, I don't think I would say it was a great movie. Okay. John Wick 4? Yeah. Was it one of the best of the series? <laughs> it was, out of the four, it was one of the best. Rarely is the fourth better than 
one, two, or three. Yeah, you know they, yeah. they usually get a little weaker, but I think that if you're if you're still in it for the fourth, yeah, then you're just in. By the way, we have our gambling podcast. We recorded an episode yesterday. Dan Patrick takes a gamble with Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan, the graphics guy. Shea was at the Travelers. He was out at the golf tournament in uh, in Cromwell, Connecticut. Uh, Bad Larry was in New Jersey, and Dylan was uh, with me here in studio. And we're uh, we're carrying on with the gambling podcast, and Shay is yelling at somebody on the golf course. Hey, the f- you don't say hi no more. Hey. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Honey. No, I got action. Of course, I got action. What do you think I'm doing here? I got Cantley. I got Rory. Who else do I have, Danny? <laughs> that's it. I think, <laughs> I think that's all you got. I got some other going on. All right, I'm on, I'm on the phone with Danny. Jesus. Okay, all right, go get him. You know what? You got Sorry, some Dan. side action going there. He's work, mother. <laughs> it's uh, oh, okay. going to be a mess. Okay. It's a mess today. I haven't heard from Shay since then. Yesterday, said he had his first beer at eight thirty in the morning, and uh, he joined us around twelve thirty. Curse words. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he was on fire there. Yes, Marv. I just love how it was on a golf course. Yeah, yeah. He's finding trouble on a golf course. Go figure. Fat Larry found some trouble, too. He did? At the end of the show? Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. But you can listen to it, the podcast, uh, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. It's up there at danpatrick.com. And the 1215 podcast today, Molly Patrick will make her debut. as She uh, tells the story of four consecutive birthday parties canceled, ages four, five, six, and seven. Hard to believe, but it happened. We'll take a break. Seth Greenberg will uh, join us on loan from the Mothership, joining us uh, next. We'll take a break. Back after this. Yacht Rock, you guys could have taken Yacht Rock, Southern Rock, Hard Rock, Punk Rock, Kid Rock. You took Yacht Rock. Now, squeezed by Southern Rock. I was surprised at this, but, you know, I give this audience a lot of credit. They're very smart. Then it was Hard Rock, Punk Rock, Kid Rock got 9% of the vote. So each week, we ask you to head over to danpatrick.com. Vote on who should be on Marvin's Cookout playlist each Friday. And we started to think about this because of my plan from Verizon, where you get to choose. You have control over your phone plan. Get exactly what you want. Only pay for what you need. And you turn on the perks when you want them. That's my plan from Verizon. So we followed in their footsteps to let you control a part of the show. Do we know what the genres are for next Friday, Seton? Have we... Uh, Not quite yet. We, oh, we don't? No. That means we didn't think about it yet? Yeah, we usually decide it after the show. So. Oh, we do? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, take control of your phone plan with my plan from Verizon and take control of our show, at least Marvin's Cookout Playlist, every Friday, danpatrick.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The original light beer, 1975, Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Season best players in the world are in New Jersey. Baltus Raw, Women's PGA Championship, NBC, Golf Channel, and Peacock. I had somebody uh, send me a note about Yacht Rock. A little fun fact from uh, Rick. Christopher Cross's debut album in 1981 won the Grammy for Album of the Year, beating out the likes of... Billy Joel's Glass House, Pink Floyd's The Wall. What? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What? And rightly so. (laughs) The Wall. (laughs) Wow. I said Christopher Cross was a big deal in the early 80s. He was. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Seth Greenberg, ESPN College basketball analyst, is set to join us via the phone. Seth, I know you're busy this morning. Thanks for joining us. Your big takeaway from last night's draft was what? I think that, uh, well, first of all, look, the big takeaway is the biggest guy in the draft. Just you know, have, having seen him and you know, everyone talking about a generational, not only generational player, but a guy that might be the greatest, the most hyped player in the history of the NBA draft. But the biggest takeaway is, you know, interesting to me. Obviously, everyone's going to talk about Dan, I, uh, well, you know, you got the two guys from overtime elite. You got five guys from uh, from NBA uh, G League Ignite. But you also got the rest of the dudes that are, you know, from college basketball. Uh, my biggest takeaway is that it's an opportunity for people to change their lives and how how impressive the young people that we interviewed on radio after they got drafted blew me away. The maturity of these eighteen and nineteen and twenty year old young people. Uh, and their poised presence and appreciation for this stage of their life was blew me away. That was really my biggest takeaway, just how impressed I was with 
all the guys we visited with after they got drafted. Give me the difference in international players from 30 years ago to 20 to 10 to now. Well, the international basketball is taking over the NBA. I mean, it's it's and you know here's the thing that the, the interesting thing is is the international system. Those young people are coming and and they're playing with men from day one. They're not enabled. They're held accountable from day one when they're 16 years old or they're playing, you know, on their club team with with adults. They're treated as an adult and they're held accountable as an adult. Where our system right now. Uh, for just the way it is constructed, uh, these young kids are being recruited uh, for their club teams. And they're moving from Adidas to Under Armour to Nike uh, to basically the highest bidders. So, they, you know, at times, even though these guys have great work ethics and great people, there's a sense of entitlement and, and almost a rite of passage that, you know, this is the destination. Well, we know the destination is only for a very few. And this is the most exclusive club in the world. But the international uh, model right now is producing the most complete players and probably the young people that are most ready to deal with uh, what the NBA uh, has to experience. Okay, but explain, does, does the American system adapt to what is being taught to these international players? Because they are, it feels like fundamentally sound, footwork, passing, handling the ball, and they come over here with those skills, whereas it feels like maybe the American players aren't as well-rounded. Well, yeah, it, you know, part of it is, well, you know, all these young, talented American players have their own workout guys, per se, but I think where, where the international players, have, they have the workout guys within a team concept. They understand how to play with other good players. Yeah. They understand spacing better. They understand flow better. They understand good better best to get the right shot they understand you know a lot of ways they're not as self-centered more team-centered uh and that goes back to the players and the people that they're surrounded with but yeah i mean it's it's really hard because uh it's been a process think about when lebron james came into the nba how many players were impactful in european players in the nba think about the nba now when we have five straight international players or mvps MVPs. Think about the future of Canadian basketball and all the great yeah. players. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, you know, David Stern's vision for the NBA is a reality today. It's it's a reality. And uh, I think that the the Europeans especially have created uh, – look what's – like, think about last night, P.J. Carlisle gave me this stat. There are more players from France – from France uh, – in the in the NBA than than anywhere else but North America. <laughs> now uh, think about that. That's it, crazy. I think there were five players from France last night that were drafted. Yeah, yeah. Well, plus you don't have to be a great college player anymore to get drafted, right? You just have it's to. It's a futures market. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's the future. It's a like we're in Europe, Dan. Like here's the deal: in, in Europe, you get paid on. As a player in general, you get paid, paid on productivity. In the NBA, it's it's the futures market. It's, it's not where you are, but it's where you're going. And the draft is a futures market. It's all projecting where guys are and how good can they be in their second contract. Talking and, to- you know, if you, if you can do that, like look at Jokic, you know, just in terms of the NBA. I mean, like, think about where he was and then where he is. 
We're talking to Seth Greenberg. He's a college basketball analyst for the Mothership. But I'm also wondering about that. It's a copycat league. When Golden State started being Golden State, everybody wanted to have players who could be like that. Uh, now you have the Joker. Uh, can you can you find Jokers around the world? Uh, no, you can't. The guys should have been the NBC three years in a row. Three consecutive years. No, I mean, he's a unique, unique talent. All that conversation in the middle of the season about the Joker, the guy is a unique, unique talent. That skill set doesn't come from everyone. You know, just like that, everyone can be LeBron, everyone can't be Kobe, everyone can't be the Joker. I mean, that's just the way it is. That's a unique, incredibly gifted player. Think about his hands. Think about how soft he, his hands are around the basket. Think yeah. about his vision and seeing plays before it happens. Uh, no, but I'll tell you what, the model now, let's face it, the model of the Heat, the model of, 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 of Denver, all right, high character, fiercely competitive, guys that play for each other, guys that buy into roles and, and, and organizations that have great cultures and hold each other accountable. Now, that starts at the top. Starts at the top. But, I mean, to me, that's the lesson is, Look at the look at the culture of the two teams that made it to the championship. What are the Warriors doing with Chris Paul? I don't know, man. I tell you one thing, Dan. I, I can't figure that one out. That is an absolutely awful fit to me. All, yeah, of course, they want to. They're small now. They became smaller. He needs the ball. Obviously, that's a ball movement, people movement uh, team. I, that that to me. Uh, except if it's a financial thing where they cleared out uh, Jordan Poole, that that one didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, they didn't want Jordan Poole back, I don't think, if you're going to have Draymond back. And and I keep thinking, exactly. what I was told is Chris Paul will be your, your point. He'll lead up the second unit. And and having that... If he's willing that, to do it. What? If he's willing to do it. Yeah, well, I I, I hope he would be willing to do it if he wants to play... You know, for a championship, you know, finally get a ring. This is what we – it's like Russell Westbrook. He didn't want to come off the bench, mm-hmm. but he needed to come off the bench. And Chris Paul is mm-hmm. probably going to have to accept that. I can't imagine you have Clay Thompson, Steph, and Chris Paul on the floor for very uh, many minutes. No, I – you know, like, they, he's just – to me, it's just a bad fit. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad fit, uh, except for the financials. That, you know, now you freed up money to, you know, to to sign maybe Draymond and maybe get another piece. Uh, you know, I mean, you cleared off a lot of money off of of, of your, your your ledger. So, but I just don't see that as a fit. I don't see it as a fit in terms of chemistry. I don't see it as terms fit in terms of making them better. It doesn't make them better. Give me the draft pick that you love that maybe we don't know as much about. Derek Lively and uh, Omax for Dallas. They got two guys who can defend, run the floor, competitive, tough to complement. Mm. If they can ever get Kyrie and Luca to play together, I think those, that's a really good draft. Nick Smith and Brandon Miller in Charlotte. Nick Smith was a preseason project top five pick. Yeah. He went, I think, you know, twenty what is it, twenty seven? I think big time shot maker. So I think those two organizations I thought really filled needs. Charlotte and uh, Dallas. And Dallas. Um, before I let you go, what do you know of Popovich? Like, is he this going to extend him that he'll coach five more years? I, I don't know him, but speaking to PJ for the last two days, 
I think it's invigorated him. Yeah, he loves coaching. He loves developing players. He loves developing teams. Uh, he's got a generational prospect uh, to build around. Uh, I would think, again, I'm not speaking from any knowledge, I would think the opportunity to help him tr- that, you know, Victor transition and and compete at this level, as much as he loves the Spurs, I would think he'll be around for a while. All right, I got a couple of nicknames we've been working on with uh, Victor Wambayama. You got the mm-hmm. the French Prince instead of the Fresh Prince. You, <laughs> you got the French Chise instead of the franchise. And I, 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 and what's the last one? Escar Goat. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I can listen to the, the we, we we interviewed five French guys yesterday. Yeah. You know. After the draft, yeah. I can listen to those guys talk all day. <laughs> the accent's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I don't. I hope after they walk away from us, they don't talk like this in the Bronx. But I mean, like <laughs> those guys, I can listen to those dudes talk all day. You know, because you always, because every once in a while you get fake that. It's almost like you go to an Italian restaurant, a guy kind of gives you a little bit of the accent. And then they go and put your order, and he goes, "Hey, Joe, I need some Parmesan <laughs> now." <laughs> Good to talk to you, Seth. I know you've had a busy yeah, uh, busy you, day. Thank you. you. Thank you, buddy. Seth Greenberg, ESPN College basketball analyst, former coach. Yeah, those kids come off as polished. You know, most of them did last night. Like, really, just sit down, ask me a question, I give you a thoughtful answer. I like the mothership had their siblings on or mom and dad on. It was good. You know? I just didn't, I don't like when everybody loves everybody's draft pick. Like, oh, okay, I can see, the, you know, NFL. I like when somebody goes, I don't get it. This one surprises me. Like, you know, Seth's reaction to Chris Paul, that's sort of what you want where you go, I don't understand this. Or why would you do this? And I go back to Mel Kuyper did this to the Colts. And that was with, uh, who was that? Uh, Trev Alberts out of Nebraska, Trent Dilfer. And that's where he's like, he passed on Dilfer and took Trev Alberts, I believe. And he goes, I don't know what the Colts are doing. But, it, you know, it's one of those moments that you remember because it was refreshing and it was honest. And that's what I want. Now, I don't want you to be critical of the kid because you got to be careful with that. But you can, you can look at what the team is doing and, and wonder what their philosophy is moving forward, or is that the right fit, or that's not the team that he should be going to. But it was, it felt like everybody had a great pick last night. Yes, Paul. Going back to how you said the players seem more polished, and Seth said the same thing, this G League Unite, if you read more about them, they focus not just on getting you in shape for the draft on the court. They have financial literacy courses. They're going to work with you. They have you meet with financial planners, legal planners, Media advisors. Yeah, but this is what I've been saying college basketball should be doing. If you're going for six months, how about I get you ready for your next job? I mean, this is what college is all about. I get you ready for your next job. If your next job is to be a professional athlete, then come on in. Here's the major. And this will teach you how to balance a checkbook. We'll teach you about real estate. We'll teach you about stocks. You know, just because they're basketball players... Don't treat them as different than a student. Make them more of a student. These are things that can help you when you get to the NBA. And the fact that they're doing this in the G League, I've been saying this for years. This is what Kentucky should be doing this. Come on in. I know you're not going to stay more than a year. But if you do, these are things that could help you as well. Yes, Eden. 
Yeah, I think the other thing that was interesting, too, that sort of goes along with this, but you and Seth were talking about how the European players are coming over and seem more of a final product uh, and a little more put together in terms of like a t- complete package as a player. Yeah. And I think that's because in the United States, athleticism is rewarded more than technical ability at an early age, yeah. where the bigger, stronger, faster kids are picked over the smaller kids, and there's less of an emphasis on technical ability, whereas in Europe, I think at a younger age, they focus more on your technical ability uh, and how to handle the ball and things like that, and then you grow into a player rather than sort of the other way around. And teaching small things. I remember going to Wisconsin Green Bay, and Tony Bennett's father was the coach. He was teaching his players. We were at Butler Fieldhouse, and they were doing a drill because I was going to do the basketball play-by-play, and they were he was teaching pick and roll, where you go down, you set the pick, and you roll. And this was midway through the season. He's teaching the fundamentals. Now, I know that that's not exciting, sexy, anybody wants to do that, but here was a teacher, and that's what I, I'm curious. Are we able to teach that athlete who's only there for six months? Uh, or AAU? You know, they already have their social media following. Like they, they, they want to make highlights. It's not, hey, I want to do the right thing. Watch when a shot goes up next time in a game. How many times somebody actually boxes out? Never happens. No, Never. No. Just find your man. It's really simple. But, but these are small things. Pick and roll, backdoor cut. I know it, it sounds boring and nobody wants to watch that. But... The Joker is the best player in the world right now because of subtle things that he does. He's the opposite of social media star, a highlight reel on Sports Center. He's none of those things. But if you play the angles, as I've talked about for years, understand the game, the geometry of the game, and he understands that. But you find that there are players who are already really good at footwork, handling the ball and passing the ball. Just those things. Basics. But I don't know if those are emphasized as much anymore. Yes, Eden. And that's the the work part of it, right? The yeah. putting in the work on the boring stuff is what ultimately then makes you great, right? It's the when you the kids are sitting last night on the couch and they're like, man, all the work that it put in. Uh, you know, it's that kind of stuff that gets you to a whole other level is just working on the boring stuff. I think Michael Jordan became even better because he played for Dean Smith. He was at North Carolina. He was there for a few years and understood we're going to teach concepts. If he had gone AAU and gone to uh, G League, then he wouldn't have been as refined as he was. Isaiah Thomas played for Bob Knight. He he was a refined basketball player. Bill Walton played for John Wooden. Uh, you know Tim Duncan four years in college. The guys who played for Coach K, understanding the basic fundamentals. It's not exciting, and nobody wants to do it, but those things can still matter in today's NBA. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, AAU basketball, it's no practice. We're going to play four games today, Yeah. go to sleep, play four games. It seems like they just play. I don't even know if they actually practice at all during AAU season. I'm sure they do, but it's not teaching pick and rolls or anything like that or boxing out. And it's not just basketball teaching fundamentals. It's baseball. You know, baseball used to be about the little things that you do, but it's not get the runner over, hit the relay man, be able to bunt. You know, those, it just doesn't matter anymore. 
and the game suffers because of that. But you're looking for what you do well and fundamentally sound. You know, Tim Duncan's nickname was the big fundamental, okay? <laughs> it doesn't scream out, hey, show me a highlight there. But he was one of the ten greatest players of all time because he understood the game. Bill Russell, he was athletic. He wasn't a great scorer, couldn't shoot, but he understood the game. He understood angles and concepts there. You know, the great players, you know, Magic understood that. Magic wasn't your great athlete. He was just 6'9", understood what he did really well, and played the angles. Well, yeah, Paul. If you watch Tim Duncan, if you watch, I guess, I don't even say highlights is the right word, he really had two kind of moves, and you knew they are coming. He'd turn around and bank it, or he'd go up and under, and it's one of the two. He'd wait for you to decide <laughs> which one you're going after, and he'd do the other. It's like Mariano, Mariano Rivera pitching. You know what's coming, and you better hit it because it's gonna be, you're going to be 0-1. Yeah, you can't do anything about it. Let's take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store for Monday. It's a meet Friday if you're watching on Peacock. Oh, the big German is out there taking some things. A guest appearance Whoa. by the big German on the Traeger. All right. We got uh, cheesesteaks coming off the grill right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. 
like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Why would we ever stop doing this? There's no reason to, right? Nobody has it better than we do. Nobody. Nobody. No, not a bad day. It's a meat Friday. We got steak sandwiches. We got Yacht Rock. But Fritzy's not here. Oh, well. On a Friday. Yeah, Friday Fritzy. Yeah. Classic Friday stomach bug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's out living it up somewhere. Uh, he's going to come back with a stomach bug tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he come back one time? Yeah. He was supposed to be sick. Yeah. And I go, dude, you've got a suntan. And then he just he started scrambling a little bit, trying to find the words as to why he got a suntan while he was out and he was sick. All right, uh, my thanks to uh, Traeger. They did it again, as they always do. Go to danpatrick.com. All the recipes that we make on uh, Meat Friday here. This day in sports history, final results of the poll question. And let me start with Steve in Florida. Last call for phone calls. Hi, Steve. Good morning, Dan. Uh, 511-205. Thank you, sir. I love the show. Uh, I was a little concerned at the beginning of the week. You guys were sounding a little too positive, but uh, you brought it right back <laughs> around here with the uh, get off my lawn fundamentals here on yeah, Friday. Yeah, so real quick, I just want, yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. That's the way to turn on a Friday. But um, it's funny how you get turned on to some songs. And uh, Pulp Fiction was on, and I rolled through and I checked out the uh, the list. And uh, Marvin might want to pull a few of those tunes because there's some good stuff on there with a little bit Strawberry Letter 23. And uh, Son of a Preacher Man, got a little bit of Neil Diamond in there, even an Al Green. So check it out. I uh, love the show. Uh, and that's a good pull on Marvin. Thank you, Steve. Uh, you know who. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The show has gotten better with the addition of Marvin. McLovin even acknowledged that when I uh, saw him at the Super Bowl. I appreciate that. Great addition there. You know, Tarantino has great soundtracks for his movies. It really, you'll hear, like, um, what's the, uh, oh, damn, should have thought of that before I said it. Uh, Blue Swede. Oh, Reservoir Dogs. Yes. It, 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 Blue, yeah. Blue Swede. I thought it was Blue Suede, but I think it's Blue Swede. Stuck in the Middle with You? Is uh, that it? Is that the song? No, it's like, um, I can't fight this feeling. I can't yes, yes, fight yes, yes, this. yes. I can't fight this feeling. Ooga chugga. I go, Ooga, Ooga chugga. Yeah. This feeling. Steelers wheel. Yes. Stuck in the middle. Ooh, tough scene there. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch Reservoir Dogs. Oh, nope, can't. So good. Nope, can't. Nope, nope. I appreciate it. Can't watch it. Uh, Robert in Arizona. Hi, Robert. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning. Six foot, rigid, two ten. Rigid. Yeah, a little stiff these days. Uh, I got a couple uh, suggestions for Victor's code name. Okay. Thinking either uh, uh, French Connection or Pepe, like a Pepe Le Pew. Ah, uh, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> Le Pew. 
Nephew. He probably doesn't want that nickname. Uh, Tom in North Carolina. Hi, Tom. Hey, Dan. Dan. Yeah, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was my, with me and my wife were watching the draft last night. I asked her, I said, what do you think a good nickname would be for Wimbayama? And she she suggested uh, the Wembley Assembly. The Wembley Assembly. Or, okay. Or the Yamahawk. Okay, so the Tomahawk. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Tom. People are fascinated with coming up with a nickname. Like, I thought this would have a short shelf life. It's like they, the entire week got to come up with a nickname. I, I, I think that we came up with the French Prince, Escar Goat, and what was the other one? The uh, French Chise. The franchise. Yeah. That one, I, that would probably be my leader in the clubhouse there. Uh, Gene in Pennsylvania. Then we'll get to this day in sports history. Hi, Gene. What's on your mind? Mind. Hey, Dan. Six. Six foot, a soft 205. Soft. Soft. Hey, here's the new uh, leader in the clubhouse for the nicknames for mm, Wembenyama. Okay. Uh, it's an old, an old, yeah, an old take on the old uh, Michael McDonald song, Yama Be There. Yes. Yeah. Yama Somebody brought there. that up. Yama Be There. Uh, that, that was James, James Ingram. Is that right, Marvin? Michael McDonald, James Ingram. Duet. Yeah. Yarmo, be there. <laughs> Up and over. All right. This day in sports history, Paulie, what All do you right, have? Uh, 1972, U.S. President Richard Nixon signed the Title IX Act for Women in Sports. 1996, Michael Johnson broke the record for the men's 200 meter, 19.66 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, let's see. On this date in 2016, LSU point guard Ben Simmons goes first overall to the 76ers. Would they like a mulligan on that? I think so. Um, Hockey Hall of Fame waived its usual three-year waiting period. Wayne Gretzky. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't put him in the Hall of Fame while he was still playing. Uh, how about this one? Todd Marinovich in 2000 threw 10 touchdown passes. Arena Football League. The L.A. Avengers beat the Houston Thunder Bears 72-60. to 60. <laughs> Yes, Paul. Going back to that Gretzky thing, that's better than being a first ballot. The fact that they changed the ballot for you. How many guys in sports do they change the waiting period? Uh, 1963, Jimmy Pearsall hit his 100th career home run. Why is that noteworthy? He ran around the bases backwards. Now, I don't know if they counted that as a home run. If you ran from home to third to second to first, back to home. You have to complete the bases for a home run, correct? If you hit it out of the ballpark, you have to circle the bases? Yeah. Okay. But he ran backwards. Therefore, he didn't do it in the right order. I don't know if his 100th home run counted as his 100th home run. Jimmy Pearsall was a didn't he have there was a movie about Jimmy Pearsall, I think. Sort of coming back to me. Anybody? Anybody? Anyone? Hello. We're we're not the weekend's not here yet. Yeah. I guess it is. Oh, buddy. Yeah, thank you, Mark. That would have been nice if you had that queued up, Marvin. You got to go on through 18 songs. No, but we could have gone through Blue Swede. Yes, Paulie. Fear Strikes Out is the movie about Jimmy Pierce. Yes, there was a movie. And did he get did he uh, 
they give him a god dang it. Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. <laughs> I'm getting sick and tired of seeing you. <laughs> what did you learn today, Seaton? I learned that somebody finally took your advice and is helping players out. It's just the G League instead of college. Yes. Giving them future advice. Taxes, real estate, how to balance a checkbook. Marvin, what'd you learn? Seth Greenberg said CP3, bad fit in Golden State. Yeah, he doesn't see it. Paulie, what'd you learn? Jamal Crawford referenced Q-tip. What did I learn today, Marvin? That Yamo be there? No, no, that's lame. Traeger, portable grills for camping and fishing. All new Ironwood grill, loaded with enhanced features. Sounds like me. Explore new flavors. The Flat Rock Flat Top Grill. Go out and complete your dream deck with the Timberline Grill. They got everything you need. Start shopping. Start grilling. Traeger.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk to you Monday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everything you love about Mercedes, the style, the comfort, the technology, the choice, is now available in electric. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice, all yours. Learn more mbusa.com slash eq with your amex card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last make every tap music to your ears 